come from? Gentlemen, do you realize what we've found? It came from outer space to fill the world with terror. What earthly power can stop this terror? That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop. The from outer space. And welcome back to the podcast from outer space. It's your boy Rob Scott. We got Teabag, a.k.a. Adam Narlock, in the house. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening. And as always, it's Ryan Scott. Greetings, Earthlings. And welcome to episode 95, where we will be talking about the Pentagon WAP report. Yes, you might be asking, what's the deal? Aliens, uh, you know, we are back. We are better than ever. And we are giving the people what they want. As I have been getting DMs off the charts on the podcast account... Uh, You know, all this UFO talk in the headlines the past few months, uh, and as a good researcher, I have been scouring the subreddits of our aliens, UFOs, and fringe theories, watching all these shitty Hulu documentaries, and even the 60-minute special, uh, which are all pretty much the same thing, you know? Have Have you guys been seeing this? The 60-minute special? Well, I mean, just like aliens in the news. Aliens, aliens, aliens. It's like they're they're basically beating off the dead horse here. Beating off. Beating off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys know I don't really watch the news, so no. <laughs> it's fucking unbelievable. All right, well, that being said, this stuff is in the news. It's all over the fucking place. I mean, place. I've seen a lot of like news stories on my phone, but I don't like turn on the news when I get home and fucking watch Yeah, not it. the news. 60 Minutes, that's one thing. They're, they're releasing like all these documentaries about uh, the, saying the anything UFOs. alien related. They've been doing that. The headlines. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Beating off? <laughs> Beating off the dead horse. <laughs> that is UFOs. You know, so that little being necrophilia. said. So that being said, this episode is essentially just a little update, you know, for the loyal legion of listeners on all things UFOs, UAPs, WAPs, and some of the current theories floating around the World Wide Web. Um, so, you know, the history of government and UFOs, it's, uh, it's fickle, we'll say, you know? As you know, uh, with our previous episodes, or if you look at the history of UFOs in the United States, uh, the government's always had their hands in this field of research, we'll say. Uh, so are we really seeing anything new here? You know, is this a, is this any different than Project Blue Book back in the fifties and sixties, or is it just some bureaucratic bullshit changing from agency to agency? Are we on the verge of receiving some groundbreaking disclosure from the U S government that has the potential to shatter the way we see the universe and our place in it? Has there been something happening all along that the general public has been kept in the dark on for nearly 70 years. Is this possibly some propaganda or disinfo ploy to divert our own or our adversary's attention elsewhere? Well, we will get into all of this as we press on today in our pursuit of knowledge. So so let's get into the background on, I guess, like, uh, I mean, as we said, you know, this shit's been hitting the fans since the late 40s. Uh, but this updated, new and improved round of UFO research seems to have all started in 2017. Um, so back in 2017, a few stories were published in the New York Times and Politico, which confirmed the existence of the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. A-tip? There's two A's, though. 
Still a tip. Ah, tip. Uh, just the tip. <laughs> <clears throat> so a tip for short, that's the tactical term. Uh, now, this was tactical a classified term. Pentagon project that began in 2007 to investigate unidentified phenomenon, and this came to an end in 2012. Now, this was formally established under the Defense Intelligence Agency, later transferred to the Defense Department's headquarters. It was run primarily by former military intelligence official Luis Elizondo, uh, who has said he resigned in 2017 over internal opposition to government-funded UAP research. Uh, Mm. Now, both of these original articles have been heavily criticized as being, uh, I guess, biased towards Elizondo's claims, and they pretty much just accept his word that these UAPs can be attributed to alien activity. Now... While ATIP is now kaput, it does in fact have a successor. In June of 2020, the Senate Intelligence Committee confirmed the existence of Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force within the Office of Naval Intelligence. Now, their mission is simple. To detect, (laughs) analyze, and catalog UAPs that could potentially pose a threat to U.S. national security. So back in January... The CIA declassified a shitload of documents they had on UFOs, and the floodgates have essentially opened on UFOs in mainstream media, as we said up top. You know, we're seeing countless documentaries being released, leaked footage, headline after headline, UFO, UAP, extraterrestrial, interdimensional, you name it, it's in the headlines. Now, in December, the Intelligence Committee gave the Pentagon six months to produce a report detailing the task force findings on UAPs. And this nine-page report is probably one of the bigger things to come out and is essentially at the center of all of this. And we went ahead and read this report so you don't have to because any report coming from the government is going to be dry as sandpaper pussy. (laughs) Am I right in that? I mean... you guys read the report. Are you, you're seeing all this UFO stuff. I mean, what's your first take, hot take? What do we got? First off, um, you guys know I like to do my reading on the toilet, and I think I fell asleep twice while reading this report. So save yourself some time if you haven't read this yet. Nothing exciting. The, uh, the, and I'm just wondering, like thinking to myself, is this like the Olympics? Every few years, the government's got to hype us up. This year, they rebranded it with a new title, UAP, right? Yep. Yep. Wops. Wops. I mean, yeah, ever since Mark came forward and said all that stuff. Mark? It's Tom. Tom. Mark, Tom, Travis. <laughs> yeah. My apologies. The show. So now what do you think the repercussions are this? Why would the government do this? Why the rebranding? Why even need to uh, put UFOs back in the news? Just to keep people... Uh, on their trail or off their trail or what are we doing here? It's a distraction. But yeah, I mean, they got to keep people interested. <laughs> In UFOs? Yeah, it's the classic look over here at this it's bullshit cla- while yeah. we fuck you in the ass. Okay. Yeah. So As they're always. Fu- so you think they're Welcome just- to the U.S. government. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are under the assumption this is a distraction. Yeah, here's some bullshit nine-page report full of bullshit. Here's a bunch of fucking pictures of Tic Tacs and my fucking <laughs> plate that I threw up in the air and took a picture of. <laughs> and uh, go fuck yourself. Okay. All right. No, well, I, wish- I would like to propose that next time they call them Uzis, 
Unidentified zip-sorbing. I don't know what the I would be. Intelligence. Intelligence, boom. (laughs) You're welcome, government. Now, all right. We got a couple Uzis coming in hot. (laughs) Now, that'll actually bring me to this point. But why the rebranding, UFO to UAP? Uh, uh, Is it because a lot of stuff I was seeing says that UFOs have been like more or less stigmatized? Like, Mm. you know, you say, hey, you know, you're into UFOs, you're a fucking idiot. Um, you say that? <laughs> no, I mean, you know, people say they they think people that are into that shit are crazy, right? Like if you if you go up to your friends and say, "Dude, I saw a fucking UFO," they're gonna be like, "Get the fuck out of here, dude." That's not a real friend, then. I know a couple of people that have seen them. I think I've seen one before. I've you know, seen Adam those. seen one. Okay, we're not idiots. The general public. Well, I'm not calling you guys or well, our listeners idiots. What the American I'm saying- public doesn't know <laughs> is what makes them the American public. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Okay, so this is that's government. That's government thought right there. And um, is that why the rebranding though? Because the government can't come out and say, "Guys, we've been into UFOs all along." They got to brand it more tactical. UAP, dude, that sounds way more tactical. I think it just sounds fresher too. Like UFO is so played out. Also, I was thinking though, yeah, like okay, when we talked about Foo Fighters, that's technically a UFO, right? Yeah. But if you say something as an object now, objects can be owned and stuff. We don't we do not do that as 2021. Okay. It, it's really about just being PC for the government, I feel like. Yeah, and I think it is just the, uh, it's like you said, the tactical aspect of it. You know, UAP is much more professional for the government, something new. Mm-hmm. They are also probably up on their current events. I would hope so. And they no, and they know. I mean, like pop culture, <laughs> current events. They know. They listen to uh, Cardi B. They know the song WAP. It's very similar. <laughs> UAP, WAP. They want to. They want to appeal to the kids. I'm thinking. If this is a rebranding to get get a new generation interested. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But <laughs> again, I don't. Um, I'm not into UFOs. I'm into UAPs. Okay. So is I'm that <laughs> Okay, so so let's fun. get into this report itself because we'll we'll go ahead and break down the report, save you guys the trouble of reading this thing. Now, on June 25th, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, also known as ODNI, released their highly anticipated report titled Preliminary Assessment: colon, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. Now, is this all based off of what Tom wanted? Well, see, we can get into that later in our theories because I think we'll get a little bit into this Lou guy. Um, But I think it's a bit different um, because this report is basically uh, detailing the U.S. government's assessment and stance of this unidentified aerial phenomenon. Now, (laughs) just want to know the government's stance. Hey, aliens, yes, no, UFOs, yes, no. Well, no, no, you'll you'll see, this will make sense in a second, all right? Let me just get I mean, to I this. I mean, I read it, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The report? Yeah. Okay, this is something that somebody, that's something that somebody who didn't read it would say. You know, I read I it. Just, but. I read it. <laughs> <laughs> now, the whole gist of this report seemed to be basically that the uh, the Pentagon's UAP task force and Odney's National Intelligence Manager for Aviation said that after examining 144 different reported incidents, the collective U.S. intelligence community has no clue what these UAPs are. <laughs> now, this is not a particular, uh, uh, like, a shocker. This is also classic government being the government, you know? Oh, yeah, these, 
UFOs, UAPs, uh, they're unidentified. So you may or may not know what these are. And furthermore, we have no idea what they are. And that's all we may or may not have to say about that. And also, we know exactly what they are. <laughs> yeah. We took billions of dollars of your money to uh, figure out that we know nothing about this. Yes, now... They go on to clarify that, quote, limited data leaves most UAP unexplained, end quote, and that the phenomenon as a whole probably lacks a single explanation. Now, again, this is like mm, you were you saying, T-Bag, with the uh, rebranding. This is similar to Project Blue Book in the fact that back in the 60s, you know, the Air Force said, okay, let's log all of these nearly 12,000 sightings encounters, what have you. We'll have J. Allen Hynek, known skeptic and scientist, debunk them. And then, uh, you know, while he, he did go through reports debunking or, or explaining what some of them could have been, there were still 701 left, quote, unexplained. Now, with this report... Mm. Unsolved mysteries. Now, with this report, out of the 144 UAP incidents examined the UAP task force could only identify one report with a high degree of confidence as being a, what do we think it was? What did they say it was? Weather balloon. <laughs> yep, a large deflating balloon. So the government, this is again, this is literally rebranding. They're saying... <laughs> Class in government, dude. They're saying out of 144 UAP incidents... They can only they can only say with high certainty that one is a deflating. Not even full balloon. certainty. Though. Yeah, not even full certainty, just high certainty. <laughs> so the remaining hundred and forty three reports remain unexplained. Now this I thought was interesting because hmm, that's interesting. It's not the fifties anymore, guys. We got all, we got our technology is light years ahead of what we had back then, and we still have all but we know all but one of these things. We have no idea what all but one of these things is. What's up with that? Mm. Does that raise any uh, eyebrows there? Uh, our technology just isn't there yet. We don't. We have no <laughs> idea what these could be. If it's not a weather balloon, we have no idea. <laughs> this is classic government, dude. Um, so this begs the question, what could these be? Now, obviously, most people hear the term UFO, UAP. They think aliens. Um, but on the flip side of this, some critics of this UFO news have said this report is bull spit and the idea that UFOs represent visiting aliens is completely ridiculous. Now, regardless, as we said, the report or preliminary assessment is very much a product of the intelligence community. Now, T-Bag, this will, I think, help answer some of these questions you had, um, because, this report is essentially going through the intelligence process as opposed to being run or studied by the scientific community in which it would be going through the scientific method. Uh, so most of the public sees this report, they find the TLDL, and they say, hey, where's the images, the videos, the data? You know, and justifiably so. But as we just said, these are scientific practices that most people want to see. And this is not a part of the intelligence process. Say that one mm. more time, that last sentence. These are scientific practices that most people want to see, and this is not a part of the intelligence process. It's not a part of the intelligence process to see actual images of what you're studying. Well, 
And science. That's our government for you. Well, are you That's familiar? Our government are for you familiar you. with the intelligence process? You in the IC? You in the intelligence community? CIA, Maybe I should FBI? be. Maybe um, I fucking should be. Because for those who are unfamiliar, the intelligence process is essentially how the government or government agencies go about gathering intelligence or intel, as it's known in the industry. Oh, they don't just do uh, re- explain it like I'm five. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> they just now, do a tip. Now, in regards to national security and these powerhouse na- nations, Intel is the name of the game, guys. So the intelligence process operates in that step one. You got these leaders, these policymakers, they say, hey, we don't know shit about blank. Then the intelligence community goes about gathering data by many different means. Uh, you know, clandestine spy shit, James Bond type shit, Mission Impossible type shit we're talking here. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Now that information is in turn collected into a report given to subject matter experts on whatever it might be. They comb through and analyze, and then they spit their findings back to these leaders and policymakers who decide if further info is needed, and then you got the cycle starting all over again. Retool, rebrand. How do you become a UFO expert? Can we be UFO experts just by declaring that we are? Hey, I mean, we're working on it with this podcast. Maybe the government will find this. They'll say, these guys know their shit. (laughs) They'll bring us on as agents. They know a little bit more than we do. (laughs) Because we don't know anything, apparently. We may or may not know what's going on. We certainly don't know, but we might know. We don't 100% know. Per se. We can neither confirm nor deny what we know. Allegedly. We are certain of one thing, and that is that we do not know. Vis-a-vis. <laughs> Concordantly. So, so that's the intelligence process. Now, from this report's very title, Preliminary Assessment, it seems that this is simply a phase one, so to speak, in defining the current UAP issue and scope. And as you know, phase one is just the tip. Yep. Just a tip. <laughs> This is like, uh, they plan this. Like when a teacher's like, oh, hey, write, write like your thesis or your intro, like not the whole paper. And these guys wrote their introduction and are trying to turn it into their whole paper, I feel like. Well, no, this is phase one. As I said, it's they, they went out and gathered this intelligence, as we'll see. We'll break down the report a little bit more. We'll get into this stuff. And then they're just going back and say, I mean, I would assume that they don't know shit. Obviously, they said that. So, Obviously. <laughs> so they're going to they want you to think. They're going to go phase two, you know? That's all part of the intelligence process. Yeah, it is right now as we speak. Like, who knows what's happening? I mean, we'll get into some of that stuff, but. Um, phase two is probably already done, bud. Yeah. Fa- the phase one is you're this report. Right I mean, this is already public. Um, so, again, this assessment is likely going to be used or has already been used. Um, by leadership to help identify what questions remain unanswered, which seems like all of them, uh, and what the next steps should be. Um, Now, here we go. So let's get into some, like, interesting stuff um, within this report. The UAP task force... There's not a lot of that. Well, I think there is, Rob, and we'll see because I've analyzed it in great detail here. And we'll get to that later in the It's office. a process. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, this it's is the, just phase one. This is phase one of the <laughs> podcast from outer space process, dude. Now, UAP Task Force doesn't appear to have been the only entity involved in producing the report. 
there are close to 17 other U.S. government agencies listed as offering input on the report, including the Secretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security, the Defense Intelligence Agency, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the National Reconnaissance Office, the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, the Air Force, the Army, the Navy, the Office of Naval Intelligence, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA, uh, the FAA, Federal Aviation Administration, NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, ODNI, the Office of D- the Director of National Intelligence, NIM Engineering and Disruptive Technology, National Counterintelligence and Security Center, and the National Intelligence Council. And the Department of Energy. Not listed. Doesn't Um, exist. And IHOP, the International House of Pancakes. (laughs) 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 That's where all these guys are gathering. They're talking shop. They've got their notes. Uh, Now, each of these agencies listed would have had some type of influence on what was included in this final report. Now, the FBI, the FAA, and NOAA are the only agencies that don't fall under the Department of Defense. Uh, So it seems that we're seeing more cooperation across the different branches of the government than we have in the past. Like when we look at Project Blue Book, and we will probably do a full episode on that. I know we've been talking about that for a while. You only had the Air Force looking at this stuff. You know, it it was one agency. It was compartmentalized. I mean, look at a lot of the CIA stuff that we've talked about in the past. It's very uh, compartmentalized, kept secret, these black projects, this type of shit. Now, with this, we're seeing that all these different agencies are kind of working together on this thing. Working together to not tell us shit. Yep, working together to not figure out shit. Um, now the Sounds defense, like the U.S. government. <laughs> now, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, a.k.a. DARPA, is also pretty, pretty <laughs> interesting. Because if you don't know, these guys are the DOD's primary research and development agency for emerging technologies to be used by the military. Now, obviously, this is interesting as it fits in line with the whole Bob Lazar Roswell type conspiracy theories that, uh, you know, the government has been reverse engineering some of this extraterrestrial tech, you know. Or or attempting to. Yeah, we tracking there. Oh, we tracking. We got DARPA spitting out all this. Cr- they're trying to reverse engineer this tech, maybe. Um, but it could have simply, you know, they could have just brought on DARPA and had some subject matter experts Kind of look Smee. at this stuff. <laughs> yeah, some SMEs. <laughs> um, maybe they're looking at this stuff to assess this footage and maybe debunk the likelihood that any of these UAPs involve advanced developing technologies. Uh, or perhaps, as this is only phase one, DARPA could be looped in for technical support in developing better ways to capture this UAP activity. So they're trying to figure out if these... In- Incidents involved advanced developing technologies, but they can't even figure out what it is. So that should tell you right there that it probably does, right? Well, yeah, but this is after the report, Rob. So, you know, they could have brought them on in the report. Mm. Sounds like bullshit. <laughs> what they had, they had, what do, why do you think DARPA was in on the report then? What's your theory here? I mean, I'm kind of agreeing with Adam that they kind of just... 
throw together a bunch of bullshit every couple of years to keep us guessing. Okay, now when you say they, this is the Office of Naval Intelligence? I'm just saying this is the government in general. Okay, so the maybe... All, House of Pancakes. <laughs> all of these included except the IHOP. Now, maybe the IHOP is the top dog organization. Ooh. Ooh, maybe so. I mean, dude, they're scattered throughout the country. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. I think we're mm. onto something there. And, dude... Why does it take so long to get pancakes? <laughs> I mean, not, not even that. And, dude, the OP making a face, they're watching. Dude, smoking section. What do we know from X-Files? Cigarette smoking man is at the top. Mm. I don't think that that's a thing anymore. Does right? IHOP not have a smoking section anymore? This is in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's stuck in 1999. He's still watching Lollipop. Yeah, I was, I was watching this Woodstock 99 documentary. It's just taking me back, you know. <laughs> Now Back to the smoking <laughs> section at <that> I. <laughs> yeah, maybe now, Waffle House still has. Been a lot of time there. Okay, now <laughs> a lot of late nights. Now, one agency that was not listed as having any contribution was our pals over in the Central Intelligence Agency. Now, why do we think mm. that is, and this, why would they? Well, you know, I'm thinking maybe perhaps the CIA, and this is this is no kidding right here. Maybe they're too busy trying to figure out how we could covertly dose these intelligences with LSD. <laughs> what if they don't even react right. to it since they're not of this world? No, well, okay, we're, that's obviously a joke. You know, we don't even know that <laughs> we don't even know that these are aliens yet. So we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. We're not at the theory segment yet, um, but. Okay, no, uh, so no CIA, I'm thinking, is perhaps this only a U.S. problem? Because the CIA is, you know, they can't do, um, what is it? They can't do things on U.S. soil, right? Soil. <laughs> they have to, <laughs> <two more. laughs> they, they have to, like, be international, right? Just like the House of Pink. <laughs> Dude, we are connecting the dots right We're going to get shut down pretty soon, I think we are because, dude, I think we need to go to IHOP and start sniffing around. Now, not to get off base here, but do you ever think that maybe it's not actually aliens in these UAPs? Okay, okay, again, we're jumping ahead, Rob. Let's let's save that for our our grandiose theories. But no, no, back to the CIA. So, do we think this is only a U.S. problem? Have you know any of you guys know any 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 uh, anybody out there in different countries that have said, "Oh, dude, there's all these fucking aliens, these sightings over here." Um, You know, maybe that's why the CIA isn't mentioned in here. Are there any international UAP sightings um, like the ones examined in this report? Well, yes, because I was reading an article on China and Japan. China. China. They have launched their very own UAP assessment task force, what have you. And I also heard that Germany and Austra- or Australia already released their report. Germany and France are also due to release a report in the coming months. Um, so Clearly this is an international thing then. Uh, and the CIA is nowhere to be found. Mm. Unless you go to the IHOP. Where they are putting acid in pancakes. And smoking ciggies. <laughs> now, one thing about the report that I guess it kind of hinted at is there are significantly more sightings of unidentified aerial phenomenon than we are even aware of. Because so far, what have we seen? The public has been made aware of three UAP incidents that have been looked into by the Pentagon 
And these are the November 2004 USS Nimitz incident. This is the, uh, I believe this was like Commander Fravor. He went on the Joe Rogan experience talking about all this shit. You remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, <clears throat> there's also the 2015 events involved the, that involved the USS Roosevelt off the eastern U.S. coast. This was right off of uh, Oceana. It was like where they were seeing them every fucking day for like a year. Perfect. Mm. Yep. And we saw the, the video of the, it looks like a smudge on the lens maybe. You ever notice that it happens a lot around uh, Navy bases? Well, yes. Again, we'll get into that in our theories. And then the third one is the encounters with swarms of mystery drones by multiple Navy destroyers off the coast of California in July of 2019. Now, have you guys seen this video? I have not. It's like somebody took it from the deck. It's all these drones. They got no idea what the fuck it is. It's these like crazy lights up in the sky. Drones or clones? Hmm, well, possibly both. If, uh, Episode Wars. two. Yeah. Now, these are the three that uh, have kind of been blowing up. You see the same footage of uh, the Tic Tac. Um, you know, they play it over and over in these Hulu documentaries. Um, and basically, it's four minutes of footy, but it's already been used. <laughs> yeah, it's already been used in every documentary. <laughs> They're just repurposing it. It's these grainy videos from fighter jets radar that play over and over again in all these documentaries. Rebranded every four years. See. But the tic-tac. Well, okay, I get the rebranding thing, but this is the first time that the actual like Department of Defense and the Pentagon have come out and said, we don't know what these are. Like you look at the 50s, you look at Roswell, you look at all that stuff, and they were just straight up denied, denied, denying. They were it's like, a weather balloon. Yeah, they were straight, just it was a massive cover up. Maybe the government is like, hey, you know, we, I, fuck it. I don't even care. Let's just stop covering it's this. It's a fighter thing. jet that crashed out in the desert. <laughs> you know what I like? What do we think in there? Sounds like a bunch I, of bull hockey. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it's a cover up. They're like, uh, let's, let's uh, feed them a little bit of this alien stuff. Okay, so let me get this straight. Government lies, covers it up, and people find shreds of evidence, and we say the government's lying. Yep. They're covering it up. Mm -hmm. Government comes out on record saying, we don't know what these are. Here's the footage we got. If anybody has any ideas, let us know. And we say... This is a cla- This is a government cover. <laughs> we don't Classic. trust them either way. The government's in a catch twenty two situation here because well, no, they got to know something. They don't just not know anything. That's horseshit. It's you their can't fucking deny. Job. Yeah, you can't deny, deny, deny for all these years and go. Uh, here's what we got. Sort it out for yourselves. Okay. Now pressing on with this report because the report says that there have been 144 reported cases of UAP in the last 16 years, saying, quote, Hey, these reports <laughs> describe incidents that occurred between 2004 and 2021, with majority coming in the last two years, as the new reporting mechanism became better known as the military aviation community. The report also goes on to claim that other branches of the military, most notably the Air Force, have been reluctant to file formal reports of UAP sightings. So ultimately, this means there's probably way more sightings than the government even realizes due to a lack of reporting by everyone except the Navy. So they're like, hey, uh, did you write that down? Nah, fuck it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we'll get into I don't like, have time for all that paperwork, bud. 
So they say that... I don't that, even know what the fuck this well, shit is well, anyway. Well, listen, because in the report, they say that reputational risk may keep many observers silent, complicating scientific pursuit of the topic. So this is like... I was watching some of these documentaries. Oh, and so that goes back to what you're saying is they don't want to be known as the guy yes, that saw the yes. UFO. Yes, but dude, it was, this was so good. This was so good. I watched one on Hulu. All right, it's this <laughs> Lou Elizondo guy who looks like the vocalist of Smash Mouth if he joined the military. <laughs> and and uh, so he's interviewing these guys, and one of the pilots he's interviewing is talking about how he was like ridiculed for like reporting this UFO. I guess this guy saw a UFO. He went and reported it. And the next day, all right, this is also classic Navy, dude, because these guys are on the ship and they got to give these PowerPoint presentations and somebody spliced in like next slide and it was like a UFO going across the screen. He says, and the whole room just erupted into laughter. And he's like, they're just joking <laughs> the fuck out of this guy. Like, this is a classic bro Navy guys just being guys. They're having fun. They're chopping it up with their buddies. And, and if you see a UFO, they're probably going to ridicule you. So a lot of these guys are saying, you know, hey, I... Oh, don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, oh, God, I, I, I guess this is, a <laughs> again, rebranding. They're rebranding <laughs> don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> and uh, I guess we're, this is why we're... I mean, they just rip into this guy. And he says, like, he was super embarrassed. He's, you know, he's going on and on. And I guess this is why a lot of these guys aren't reporting this stuff. So who knows what some of these guys have seen out there? Mm. Probably a tip. Probably lost a lot of good men out there. Looking for UFOs? <laughs> so is this an ongoing issue? I mean, this is like we were saying, you know, this is phase one. We're probably already way past phase two. The government's already on phase four, you know? Now, the report says that the UAP task force focused mostly on reports occurring in 2021. So I would assume these incidents are being continuously reported now. Or not reported. Well, maybe not. But again, now you have like, uh, think about this, dude. Yeah, you might get ridiculed by your Navy bros, but then you're, next thing you know, you're going on Joe Rogan. You're, you're appearing on Papa Rogi's podcast. Papa Rogi. <laughs> Papa Rogi. This all plays into the whole divisiveness of the media, though, because if you can go out and say, oh, yeah, I've seen UFOs, and then everyone's like, oh, this man's crazy. But then... Okay, so this all- is... Um, you're saying this is just like who the media chooses to believe or like whose story they decide to pick up? I think they're just trying to divide us, keep us divided. Okay, that's interesting. I, I never really, I guess, thought of that. Divide now. and conquer, baby. Classic strategy. Art of war. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you know, these reports are probably being continuously brought, reported, probably as we speak, um, suggesting that this is an ongoing issue. And if we're going strictly off of like sci-fi film knowledge for a second, you know, let's jump over into that realm. Uh, is this just the beginning? I mean, these are these are possibly surveillance drones. What happens when the mothership arrives? I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> our, our boys in uniform better fucking be ready. You know, assuming these ETs are hostile or even extraterrestrials at all. ETs. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is phase one for us collecting this stuff just in the past uh, 
couple years, six years or so, is this also phase one for a new crop of aliens? Maybe that was an old crop of aliens that crashed at Roswell. This is a whole new generation. And maybe they got their own little research game going on and they're on phase like five or six of us. Probably way past that for them. Well, actually, I'd say it's early for them. Five or six would be like uh, enslaving us all to like mine gold for them. You think we're just feeling each other out? I mean, I would say... Oh, now, we're not feeling them out, obviously. We don't even know what the fuck <laughs> they are. We don't know what the fuck they are. Now, Rob, were, were you saying something of this? Like, what if what if these aren't even ETs in the craft? You think they're just drones? That's that's where you were going to... I mean, maybe, but definitely what higher advanced than drones are. I'm saying they could... Advanced drone. Maybe they just are sending in surveillance vehicles to just kind of like peruse around, see what's going on. See what we're up to. Yeah, drones. Why waste why waste a couple good men? They already went down in Roswell, so <laughs> a couple good hey, men. Hey, we, we don't need to be putting guys on these. Let's just send them out there. These guys can't even fucking catch us. They're too fucking slow and stupid. <laughs> yeah. They don't even or know what the what fuck if, we are. We're in, we're out. We got fucking pics of the whole goddamn continent and we're out of here. What if these UAPs are life forms? Like sentient beings. Oh, you're going Battlestar Galactica. Like the yeah. ship is a living, breathing organism? Yeah. How creepy would that be? Okay. So we got some live oh, tic-tacs. That's weird. <laughs> we got live tic-tacs out there jamming radar. Yeah. What if it is just something really crazy? Like, um, I, I don't know. Any like, of what, what we be? just said is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, but that's like, you know, straight out of a sci-fi film. They send the fucking drones in and they come and, and take over. Like, what if it's just something so stupid and dumb that like we don't even know about it? Like so this, it's like some crazy animal we haven't identified yet. Or maybe flying around <laughs> too fast to catch. <laughs> an animal like maybe this said a living being. Yeah, I get that, but I'm just saying maybe I'm saying what if it's just some crazy drone that's uh, it's like some TV show for these aliens, like some entertainment show that's just like <laughs> dr- flopping around. Like look at this, look at these stupid idiots, and then like this is look at Planet Earth, look <laughs> yeah. at these fucking morons, and they're just like do it running circles around these fighter jets, and they're like this is their most advanced technology. Hey guys. <laughs> 50 bucks, you get in there, no one <laughs> yeah. gets a picture of you. Yeah, maybe this is a bet. These are just some crazy fucking party aliens. They're on like alien coke, and they're like, dude, let's go to Earth, see if they can catch us, dude. And they're fucking, <laughs> <laughs> it's like remote controls, like little kid aliens playing with remote control drones. Probably is. <laughs> maybe it's something like that. Um, and speaking of that, we'll get into some actual high strangeness. Um Because according to the report, 18 incidents or 21 reports demonstrated, quote, unusual UAP movement patterns or flight characteristics. Now, the report describes some of these unusual characteristics as, quote, remaining stationary in winds aloft, moving against the wind, maneuvering against the wind. (laughs) Yeah, Bob Seeger's up there driving it. (laughs) Uh, Maneuvering abruptly. Or move at considerable speed without discernible means of propulsion. Now, the UAP task force also says it holds a small amount of data that appear to show UAP demonstrates, quote, a degree of signature management. Now, this means that the objects are actively engaged in some type of countermeasures when they are detected. So the report goes on to state that some of these incidents where UAP appeared to exhibit unusual flight characteristics, 
could be, quote, the result of sensor error, spoofing, or observer misperception. Now, I'm reading this, and what the fuck is spoofing? Isn't a spoof like a, a parody of something? I guess. So do they, is that, this is from the report, this quote that they're spoofing. They think this is like fucking scary movie? This is literally Rob throwing his cleat in the air and saying, oh, look, UFO. They're <laughs> just, uh, you know. So they're saying it's a just prank? Just if you're reading it. <laughs> oh, they just threw that in <laughs> yeah. there. That's probably that's a spoof. A quiz. That's a quiz question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, this is, and that's totally, like, I assume. They're spoofing you. Yeah, I assume that a lot of people that wrote this report are boomers, and that's total boomer language, dude. What if they said oh. that it was a result Slander. of sensor error boofing? <laughs> Or observer <laughs> misperception. Okay, now this, now this is just like we're getting totally off base here, but <laughs> using spoofing as a term. When, when was the last time you heard that? I've never said, oh, I'm going to go spoof somebody. I don't think anybody's ever said that. Because we grew up on punks, dude. We're at these, they oh, should have yeah, put yeah, in there yeah. that they're punking these, these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been more up with the term. So you think Earth is just a big set of punked for the aliens? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the government's saying, apparently. Ash and Kutcher. Okay, but going back to no, the actual. I mean, maybe they're, maybe they're literally saying that, like, like he said, it's just someone fucking around okay so they think there's just some genius guy like rick sanchez in his fucking lab with his grandson making these crazy drones that the u.s military no idea there's fucking nerds out there that are making some (laughs) crazy looking drones they fly one up you don't know what the fuck it is you report a, a ufo take a fucking picture of it this fucking guy at the cia the tip whatever the fuck (laughs) program is looking at it doesn't know what it is either Okay. That's called a spoof. Okay, that is fair for some. I will say that. <laughs> that is fair. Like the balloon shit. Like maybe some of these reports were guys from the ground, like we said, the yeah. deck of the plane. But for these specific 21 reports where they are saying they demonstrate unusual 21, flight characteristics, like the video, the guy says, like, these are crazy winds and this shit's just sitting still moving and there's no discernible means of propulsion and they're picking this shit up on top-notch fucking million dollar billion dollar boeing airplanes and shit and you think some nerds making these i don't think so well that's not what i was referring to okay so you're just referring to maybe some yeah some okay now what do we but what do we think about these crazy ones going against the wind doing these crazy maneuvers i think i saw one where it it goes into the water and just doesn't change speed. Doesn't even like seem like it's phased. Like it just it TikTok. just keeps going. Yeah, it's one oh, of the TikTok. yeah yeah. What do we think there? Alien drones. It's fucking alien Ashton Kutcher up there. Yeah, had to get the fuck out of there. Got, <laughs> got spotted. <laughs> Couldn't lose the bet. Okay. All right. So as we said earlier, the report concludes that there's not a single explanation for all of these UAP reports. Uh, But if more data were available, UAP could likely be resolved by falling into one of five different categories. And those are airborne clutter, natural atmospheric phenomenon, U.S. government industrial development programs, foreign adversary systems, and a catch-all other. How many are in that one? Well, so I guess that's what they're going to try to break down in phase two, maybe. But in regards to this other category, the report says, quote, 
We may require additional scientific knowledge to successfully collect on, analyze, and characterize some of them. We would group such objects in this category pending scientific advances that allowed us to better understand them. So that's just like a fuck off. Like, <laughs> hey, uh, we don't have time for this shit. We, we don't really understand it. So go ahead and throw that one in the other pile. Dude, that's what I'm saying. They wrote this nine-page report, obnoxious and boring. They could have turned it into a nice little pamphlet, gave it some colors, gave it some pictures. Yeah, where do I get this fucking job, dude? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you got to work for the government. What I'm saying is... You could you could have been the writer. I'm the illustrator. Boom. So what I'm saying is... Tag team. There's no shit. pictures, dude. This is government shit. They don't put pictures in it. It's yet, boring. Not yet. Dry. Not yet. Um, so this other... This other category, this seems to be the focus of the task force moving forward as the report goes on to say, quote, the UAP task force intends to focus additional analysis on the small number of cases where a UAP appeared to display unusual flight characteristics or signature management. So it's as we said, this was phase one. They're letting the policymakers, this is a report to like policymakers. So they're saying, this is what we don't know. Obviously, these policy guys are going to be like, hey, we got to find out more about this. Phase one complete. And then they got now they got to go get more and like start reporting more, start analyzing more, try to figure out what the fuck these things are. To be continued. Yeah, but fa- I mean, that's the gist of the report. Phase one complete. Now, <laughs> I think we've kind of uh, beat off the dead horse here. But did you have any, uh, like, what do we got on the report? What are we thinking? You just think this is classic government saying uh, we don't fucking know? And, and remember, keep in mind, this is the phase one of the intelligence process. This isn't supposed to be the government's end-all, be-all UFO report. Well, I mean, obviously, no one wants to sit there all day and look at thousands upon thousands of quote-unquote UFO reports. So probably this is just their way of kind of sifting through the bullshit. I mean, yeah, it's still kind of fucked up that they don't have a yes or no answer as everyone would like them to have. But also you got to look at that's probably a boring as fuck job. Hey, I'll take that job if someone's going to pay. Hey, I'm saying I would too. That would be sick. But Hey, you can get that job, man. I think it's crazy they talk about this new science stuff. In one of the quotes, they say, we could possibly group the, we could better understand these pending scientific advances that allowed us to better understand them. So this is defying, I mean, as we talked about on our fringe science episode, science doesn't even really know all that much. And this stuff is seemingly defying laws of physics. Like, scientists don't even necessarily understand gravity fully. And these things are seeming to just defy gravity. So that is what, like, you hear a lot of people saying these could be like enemy drones or our own drones. I think that would be insane if somebody has the anti, some type of anti-gravity technology and is just keeping that from us. But I would not put that past the government. I mean, look at that guy that had, like, the cure for cancers a few years ago. He's just holding out to get all that money, baby. Well, what the fuck are we talking about there? Well, I'm just saying, if someone's got this anti-gravity information, why wouldn't you hold out until you get paid? It's all about the Benjamins, baby. Yeah. Okay, that's perfect, because we're getting into our theory segment next, so what do we got? 
Money, well, hoes, and UFOs. The government just finished up phase one, right? Apparently. Yeah. They'll wait another four years, hit us with phase two, rehash some stuff, rebrand some stuff, wait a couple more years. It's, it's, I'm telling you, man, it's a game. Okay, but what what advantage does that give to the government? Just rebranding that they don't know shit? <laughs> Yeah, but now it seems like I said a little bit more each time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got to put the pieces together so it's a game for you. Okay, so what's the end game here? What are we thinking? It's distracting us from something else. All right, yeah. Any theories on what that could be? It's like Dave Chappelle said. (laughs) Gay people are getting married, folks. Stop distracting me with the war. I'm focused on Mars. The United States of Mars. Okay, I think you butchered the Dave Chappelle quote, but that's not is the distraction that what? So the distract they're distracting us with aliens because they're going to colonize Mars. Yeah, and we're not thinking our taxpayers' dollars. They don't. We don't know what it's going for. Yeah, but look at all these billionaires going into space. Elon Musk is talking about going to Mars. Already did. Already did. But that's no secret. It's not. There's, there's no diversion of attention there. But what are they giving you more information about this trip to Mars or are these aliens? Well, again, we're you're referring to them as aliens. We don't know that there's, there's Sorry, no these evidence. Waps, from, these WAPs, these UAPs. Yes. Now, okay. So some theories. Now let's let's get into some of these because possibly it's a distraction, and I think I do have that in one of these Reddit theories. Um, but a lot of people are, this is probably the most common explanation offered up for many of these is enemy technology. What so do you think? think, uh, China has some crazy drones that defy gravity? Well, we look at, if we look at the history of the U-2 and the SR-71 planes. U-2, baby. Not Bono. Joshua Tree. Not, not, not Bono. It's <laughs> a plane. We're talking aviation here. Tactical, dude. Um, Tactical Bono. This tells us that most nations are willing to fly their top airborne reconnaissance over denied enemy airspace. Now, in an interview last December, Vice Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, retired Air Force General Bruce McClintock, he said it would be far more likely that a foreign adversary would test their advanced technology closer to their own border rather than near the continental United States. That sounds like bullshit. Now, he said he went on to say, we currently lack data to indicate any UAP are indicative of a major technological advancement by a potential adversary. You think the U.S. government's going to publicly say, like, oh, yeah, China's been flying enemy drones over the coast of California for the past three years? And make us And we're not doing shit about it. I think that, well, okay, I think. It's like that guy out there. What are you going to do about it, homie? This ain't illegal. Yeah, but look (laughs) at this, because you, like, uh, like we talked about, it's not the 50s anymore. Look at U.S. technology. We're quite capable of identifying Russian, Chinese, foreign systems. That's what they want you to think. (laughs) What do you mean that's, you don't believe that the government knows if uh, a Chinese plane is flying over here? I'm sure they do, but are they going to tell us? A plane, yeah, but I'm saying if there's some crazy new drone that China has and they're like, hey, let's see how fucking far we can fly this thing, and they fly it all the way over to here, and the government's like, hey, what the fuck is this thing? And then they try and catch it and don't. They're not going to be like, oh, it must have been Chinese. Yeah, not even saying they're trying to catch it. I'm saying identifying it. 
they would know, hey, that's Chinese, that's Russian, that's whatever. I think they got, they're not painting a big fucking Chinese flag on the top of it. I guarantee you that. (laughs) Okay. This is where I think we're getting off base here though. I'm saying, (laughs) do you, I'm just saying, you think that's out of the realm of possibilities that another country besides the U S could create technology that could do that? I'm not saying and that's out of the... we can't decipher what it is because we've never seen it? I think if that was the case, the government would not say, we don't know what this is to the general public. They would just keep that fully off the table. They would not release any of this to the public. They wouldn't say, these are videos that we don't know what they are. Because that's letting Russia, China, what have you know, hey, we're one step ahead. Hello, we're up here. Hello. Because, dude, look well, at yeah, the obvious. U.S. Look at the U.S. military. It's it's like one of the greatest powerhouse militaries in the world. We have the most advanced technology, yada yada yada, what have you. According to the U.S. military, I mean, yes, China's right up there, Russia's right up there. But look at the. Yeah, I wouldn't say Russia, but China. <laughs> I would say Russia. I would say Russia. Absolutely, dude. I am a huge Russian fan. Okay. These guys love us. Yeah, dude. Russia? Russia loves us, yeah. Dude, Russia's fucking badass, bro. I wouldn't say that. We got a Russian hater over here. Eh, I get it. All right, whatever. Shout out to Irina. All right, anyways, all I'm saying is, I think the U.S. government is capable of gathering that type of data. And some of these UAP incidents... I was just saying, if you wanted like a justifiable explanation of what some of it could be... There's definitely the possibility out there that someone besides the U.S. could create something crazy like that. Yeah, and I do think, and I do think, if if indeed these are some type of foreign airborne thing, like from China or Russia or some other government that we don't know about, just the fact that we can't even identify it is a is a giant problem. I'd say. Yes, and well, I agree with you. Like if. If they could track where it was coming from and going and they know it's Chinese or Russian, obviously they're not going to come out and be like, hey, look at these pictures that we got. We have no idea what this is. Like, I don't think they're doing that. Well, yeah, that, that's but. what I'm saying. But they did that with this report. So that's why I don't think these things are, are some type of enemy tech. Not the pictures they released. But I'm saying there's probably some stuff out there that people have seen that could be So that, some of them. I'm maybe saying. not these no, ones I'm that saying are, maybe uh, not the documented, like, pictures taken of it. But I'm saying, like, some of the fucking Joe Schmo out there that calls in and is like, oh, I saw a UFO in my backyard today. Like, could be some weird fucking Chinese craft flying around. Okay, yeah. Well, let's just focus on these ones that are seeming to defy the laws okay. of physics. Okay. Do you honestly think that that is from the China government? This guy, we got an ex expat over here. This guy's not an American patriot. He doesn't think the U.S. is on, at the top. He thinks China's over there. I don't think, I think we're neck and neck. <laughs> <laughs> neck and neck. Okay. Just like the Olympic medal count. Oh, man. Look at this guy. Communist, dude. Mm. Hey, babe. Commies. Red, white, and blue, baby. That's the Russian flag, dude. Red, white, and blue. Okay, so... All right, so enemy tech, possibly some of the sightings, but not the uh, anti-gravity-defying physics ones? I'll chuck that into the other category. (laughs) (laughs) Just like the government. All right. Now, speaking of the government, could it possibly be our own boys? You know, the report doesn't clearly state that any of the UAP incidents weren't 
the results of classified U.S. government programs. Mm. And the report even goes on to read, quote, some UAP observations could be attributable to developments in classified programs by U.S. entities. We were unable to confirm, however, that these systems accounted for any of the UAP reports we collected. So this is truly classic government uh, mafia language. We cannot confirm or deny. Now that's them just stroking themselves off right there. <laughs> okay, now, and how so? <laughs> like, oh, maybe it's actually some of our technology that you guys don't even know about yet. Oh, they're giving us a little tease. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's some of our tech guys. Yeah. Maybe that's our boys up there yeah. in blue. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so, so... Boys in blue, it's the fucking cops now. <laughs> what is the Navy? Doesn't Notice the Navy, they weren't listed on the, the Navy, fucking, dude. Uh, I'm talking about the Navy or the Air <laughs> Force, dude. I know, but I'm just saying when you say boys in blue, it definitely sounds, sounds like, like the cops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These are fucking cop aliens, dude. <laughs> Robocop. <laughs> All right. They're okay. testing for a new episode of Cops coming out soon. <laughs> if it isn't. <laughs> if they it, hit you with drone strikes. Jesus Christ, Rob. <laughs> All right. If it isn't the government just honey dicking us and try <laughs> I thought this was in the fifties. No, you know what I'm saying? Like they're if it isn't the government as you would say, stroking themselves. Um <laughs> where is that term coming from? You said you just no. said they're stroking off. You said honey dicking. You never I'm, heard the term honey dicking, dude? I have now. All right, look it up, dude. Look up Honey Dickin. Anyways. No, thank you. Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Anyways. I'm going to go ahead and say the U.S. government typically avoids discussing or mentioning anything classified in public. I mean, we know this from countless government conspiracy episodes we've covered. Um, now, this includes even disputing whether or not something is or isn't classified or part of a secret program. Now, also, I'm thinking... What agency had nothing to do with the report? CIA. The, the boys in blue. <laughs> yeah, the boys in blue were not listed. Okay, boys in blue. Because they're up there um, honey dicking us. What color is IHOP? Blue. Blue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so, no, I'm saying the CIA had nothing to do with this report. Could this be some car compartmentalized government black program? Um, and they're That's like. racist. No, okay, come on. Come on, Rob. Could this be some compartmentalized government black program? And these guys, whoever's running this black program, they're like, dang, nabbit, the pilot saw a fucking drone. These guys are getting ticked off, and they, they, they just tell them, like, um, oh, yeah, that's probably a UFO, dude. Look into that. Like, the, maybe this, uh, there's a group of um, black ops government nerds creating these crazy anti-gravity drones. They, so you got a bunch okay, of Bob so Lazars. Rewind. So the CIA <laughs> can create these anti-gravity <laughs> drones, but the Chinese or Russian government can't. CIA was just a uh, CIA no, was just a. That's what you said. I didn't say the CIA is creating. I said a the boys group, in blue. I said a group black of ops. black ops government nerds. Same thing. That's your words then. That the CIA is creating this. They, this is probably some agency we don't even know about. It's black ops, dude. We're not going to know See, about it. They're trying to divide us, boys. I hop, dude. What's a flying saucer look like? 
A pancake. Ooh. A plate. Or a plate of pancakes. A plate of pancakes. <laughs> okay. So if I'm being patriotic and saying the U.S. is at the top when it comes to military tech, that sort of thing. So maybe, you're saying it is our boys? I'm thinking maybe it could be. It's not out of the realm of possibility, although I'm saying highly unlikely. I don't think it's our boys either. Yeah, because they can't even decipher what the fuck it is flying around <laughs> up there. Well, yeah, maybe it's not the boys that made it, if we're going off this theory. But you guys are out on this theory boys. as well? Yeah, I'm out. Okay, both out. Um, so uh, how about this, Rob? Because this is right up your alley. Could this whole thing, and Teabag too, I think you guys have both alluded to this, this whole thing is just a massive disinfo campaign mm-hmm. because Could we be. know during the 1980s, the uh, former Soviet Union and KGB would take advantage of the USA's resistance to discussing anything secret by leaking actual seized classified documents and they would pepper them with false information. And our government's refusal to dispute disinformation at risk of revealing the secrets that they were working on, allowed the general public to believe that all of the information was true. So you see how that worked? Mm. And I mean, this is like, this is classic uh, government powerhouses playing cat and mouse with each other. So what you're saying is there's some real shit in there, some bullshit, and they just put it all out there and you figure it out? You got to discern for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Not only that, but it's, they're more doing this for other governments. Like the U.S. is putting this report out saying, this is what we're looking into. They're leaking all this, this footage, which might not even be real. And then, like China, they start diverting. They're man- like, that's all they know. <laughs> well, check yeah, out all this shit we have. Yeah, they start diverting manpower and, and knowledge, looking into this stuff. Oh. You know, it's it's a distraction for these world governments. You know, Russia, they, they say, dude, these guys are are collecting these drones. We don't even know what that is. Let's start looking into this. Let's start digging on what's real. They're spending hours and manpower on that. When really, fucking Joe Schmo over here. What are, what's that guy's fucking name? The Smash Mouth singer. Joe Schmo. Oh, Lou Elizondo. Yeah, that guy just fucking took an hour to write a nine-page report. <laughs> yeah, just that guy. They're just like, <laughs> Lou, we're going to pay you a bunch of, a, a bunch of millions of dollars to go on Joe Rogan, go on CNN. Uh, uh, just give us this nine-page report by uh, Monday. Right? Yeah, and then they, <laughs> they spin that, market That's everything that. we know. Market that as some giant government yeah. campaign, some black program that's being leaked out to the public. Russia and China's like, holy fuck, we got to catch up. Nine pages. They got nine pages of this. Stuff. This is classic government. We talked about we talked about this with our Roswell episode, right? Yep. With the uh, like, it was that one um, journalist theory that the whole Roswell incident was the result of the Spectrum Russians flying a craft <laughs> over. Spectrum yeah, you remember we talked about the Spectrum <laughs> Russians crashing the craft, so the government thought it was some crazy aliens and start diverting manpower to it. It's the same as that, right? What? If that's what you believe. Spectrum Russians. <laughs> I mean, what do we think there? Possible disinfo campaign for other world governments? Or do we think that's that's like too calculated? I don't know if I follow that one. What if I was like the Russians trying to misinform us so we misinform them back? Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm getting at here. It's it's a game of cat and mouse. It's a fickle yeah. game. And it's um call me kitty cat. <clears throat> so 
Meow. Okay, so you guys don't think it's for other governments? You think it's strictly a diverting attempt for the general public? I, I'm saying it's probably both. Well, you oh, just yeah, said dude. you don't buy into this theory. No. <laughs> okay, so now we're back. We got you back. We got you back in on the disinfo government theory, huh? These guys are playing like 3D chess, man, and we're sitting here like shooting marbles, playing Mancala. Yeah. It's fucking 7D chess, dude. All right. R- just real quick. Oh, fuck. What was I going to say? All right. How about this for the angle? Maybe it's not all cooked up as disinfo. Like maybe these are genuine sightings, but the government's just kind of leaking out that like, like maybe it is like you guys are saying. They do know what it is, but they're not going to let any of these other world governments know. Yeah. No, what I, what I was saying is I wasn't saying I'm in on it. I'm saying I th- I don't think they released it as like, let's get these fucking guys believing this shit. Like the general public, I think it is meant for, like you said, not only these the general public, but other, other world governments to be like, hmm, let's take a look at this. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the only reason it was disclosed to the public is because of all these like guys filing freedom of information requests and trying to get like transparency in the government and all these UFO enthusiasts and they're like, God damn it, let's all right, we'll write up a fucking nine page report for these guys, and then they don't want to let um, other governments know what these things truly are. Maybe they do actually know. Well, think about it too. <clears throat> Back in the forties, fifties. You know, if you had a photograph or a video, how are you sharing it? You're not, probably. Now, like, someone sees something wild, they just throw it on social media. People are going to start asking questions, demanding answers. Hello. I'll do you one better. Back in the 60s, George Adamski, what did he do with the photographs? He sold them all. That's true. But probably only to weirdos who were into the idea of UFOs, UAPs. Okay, so... Maybe it's like you're saying it's just kind of inevitable that it would get out to the public anyways nowadays with like how public everything is and how crazy the internet has seemed to evolve. Right. And now the government can be like, yeah, see, we, we did our part. We, we shared what we know. Yeah. So this, this way, it's just a way for them to cover their own asses so we don't wind up with an MK Ultra again. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Good theory. Now... So those are kind of, I guess, the main schools of thought around this stuff. Now, let's take a look at some of the more, some more theories buzzing around the web as I collected some of the better ones, which I was able to find. And these were possibly written by idiots um, <laughs> because a lot of these are from Reddit. Uh, so first one. Now, this leans a lot on the premise of let's stop focusing on the specifics and look at info as a whole being given to us. Now, this anonymous person, their main question is, why does the general public put so much stock in the Department of Defense to offer insight or even valid assessments? You know, like it's like we were kind of saying, you look at back in the 50s, it was cover-ups. Nobody trusted the government. You look now, people still, yeah, people still don't <laughs> trust them, like, even though they're trying to be transparent. Still going with the deflating balloon act. Yep. Now, let's look at the DOD's track record. 
So if we take a look at the Department of Defense's track record, we've got endless wars, uh, destabilizing <laughs> political and religious regions and states. We got drone assassinations with large-scale collateral death and damage. We got high-level, top-level secrecy, invasive spying on the entire planet, yes. all while proposing peace by means of violence or subversion. They destroy, pollute, dominate all aspects of the planet when it is convenient to their agenda. So nothing really good there. No transparency, no honesty, no peaceful cooperation, just war, power, control. And I get it. You know, it's like the, it's like the whole spiel of like somebody has to be the world police uh, because if not, somebody else who's like really bad is going to come fill that void. You know, I, I get who watches the Watchmen. Yeah, I, I get that mm. angle of it. Um, but this is took some notes out of Scarface's book. <laughs> this is just going off of the DOD's track record. Um, it's like we said, like you can't really trust them. Uh, so also, how do people reconcile trusting a former, possibly current government official while at the same time distrusting the government as a whole? So, you know, th that's a valid question. This Lou Elizondo guy comes out saying, yeah, I was working for the government, still listed as a counterintelligence operative. And uh, everyone's just like, oh, fuck, yeah. This guy was hanging out with Tom DeLonge. We got to trust him. This guy's an all-star. You might as well be walking on the sun. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, the ice he skates is getting kind of thin. <laughs> the water's getting warm, so he might as well swim. <laughs> His world is actually on fire. The world is on fire, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. All right, now, now I'm saying, these are valid questions, and I think this... this hey, that's, that's just the way he likes it, though. All right, Rob, we're off the bit, okay? <laughs> Um, but these are valid questions, and I think this guy's overall theory is kind of like he thinks this is a slow rollout to a declaration of war. Now, what do we mm. think there? A declaration of war between worlds or between countries or Maybe space? between worlds, maybe between countries. I actually don't know. I couldn't gather that from this theory because mm. he goes on to look at the two big figures in UFO disclosure today. And those would be Stephen Greer and this Lou Elizondo character. Now, with Greer... Character. I, yeah, I, again, with Stephen Greer, I don't know if you guys have ever kind of looked into him. He did that Unacknowledged documentary on Netflix, and he's like a big disclosure guy. But he claims that whatever these things are, if they are entities, in fact, if they are ETs, they're peaceful, intending to aid humanity to a new golden age on Earth, and... Greer is massively distrustful of the DOD and their agendas, and he says that they're uh, complicit in a giant, grandiose cover-up. Always are. Now, switch, switch gears here to Lou, and Lou Elizondo, if you Google his name, the first line says counterintelligence operative. So <clears throat> not even in the past tense. Now, he is vague about offering any concrete information and really leaves it up to personal interpretation as to what we are encountering, um, except for one aspect, and that's this whole threat narrative. Now, he doesn't mention that these creatures could possibly be benevolent if they are, in fact, creatures at all, or possibly friendly. He just goes straight to threat. He's going straight to Code Orange. Threat level midnight. Yeah, threat level midnight. <laughs> oh, dark 30. Oh, dark 30. <laughs> oh, dark 30, threat level midnight. Uh, despite, so far... Not a single threat. 
Again, that's what they want you to think. Okay, but we've seen no planes blown up. Doesn't mean it hasn't happened just because you haven't seen it. So you think the if these things you think these things could be evil, you're you're following this guy's bullspit? No, I'm saying I think they're probably peaceful, but the government wants to scare you. So they're like, well, that's what this guy's whole theory is. He's yeah. saying they roll out this Lou guy. This is a declaration of war, and they're and he's getting everybody to everybody all wound up on threat, 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 threat. Code orange, zero dark thirty, go, go, go. Twenty clicks out, boom. Yeah, I we got to kill that. these fucking things. Tale as old as time. Yeah, this is classic government, dude. Um, so maybe, maybe not. I mean, this is just one theory from Reddit. We can't really. I, I think we can't really put all our eggs in one basket when we talk about these guys. You know, they could have like vastly different agendas from what these guys theorize. But those are some interesting lines that he draws between the the two uh, guys. All right, now another theory. Why all of a sudden this massive disclosure? Is it like we were saying, was this inevitable all along with the, you got the cell phones, you got more widespread video, the World Wide Web, people are connected, people are looking at, you know, I mean, there it, it's like I mean, we're more connected than ever. It was this just bound to happen all along. So now the government says, all right, we got to like release this stuff. Well, let me get your opinion. Back in like the 40s and 50s, like UFOs were kind of all the rage, right? Or do you think that was more for like a niche section of the population? Yeah, I would say it was much more niche than it is today. Oh, so you think it's more popular now? Well, I, again, there's way more people now as well. True. And information gets out faster. Like back in the 40s and 50s, it was new. Like you had sci-fi movies. You had that entering the psyche, the lexicon of the U.S. You had, and then you had these sightings popping up. It's like, But it is like you said, you know, you look at, if you subscribe to like ancient aliens theories, these sightings have been going on forever. And then once like sci-fi comes around in the space age, it gets kind of rebranded spun into like flying saucers, little green men. Like somebody invented that caricature of an alien that we Mm. now always think of when we think of aliens. Um, You know, this is like, it's like pop culture, I guess now. And it's, I think it's been in our culture for longer and longer but yeah, I mean, I, I would say that especially it, it is like um, very popular now. As we said, we're seeing it all over the place. Look at the fucking news lately. All these rich guys going into space. They want to create like a space tourism type industry. Maybe these private space ventures, they become cheaper and cheaper. More people start seeing wild, crazy fucking aliens flying around. And the government's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, we might as well tell them now. <laughs> right? What are we thinking there? Get them prepared for this shit. That is if it is, in fact, aliens. Again, there's still no evidence to suggest that there's any beings in these crafts or drones or whatever you want to call them. Okay, now, who is the proverbial they that you're talking about? Just the government as a whole? Yeah. Now, when you say they want us to think this, is this, you think, one particular group within the government president is joe biden in on this thing no he's too stupid <laughs> okay i will right, well, what do we got then well, who do we think it is is it something I'm saying like, it's like a collective cigarette agreement. smoking man illuminati all the uh previously listed ihop besides ihop <laughs> okay okay the <clears throat> boys in blue <laughs> okay i mean i'm saying in like 
it is kind of crazy. Like, yeah, like we said, Australia's releasing a report. The U.S. released one. We know China's looking into this stuff. Germany and France p- plan to release reports as well. What do we think is going down? What's about to happen? What is going down on the streets? Well, I feel like if they normalize it in small doses, then eventually they could get to like the bigger shit without everyone freaking the fuck out. Okay, so this is back to the whole age-old tale. If they actually have the knowledge. Okay. All right. And then just the last one I pulled. um, Well, I did actually find this one piece that was interesting. Um, There was a video of the Pentagon press secretary. And this came out like before the... um, before the report was actually released, and a reporter flat out asked him if the government has alien bodies, and this guy couldn't say no. He yes. did not say no. He just kind of tried to like avoid and skirt the question, which I thought was pretty interesting because if they're doing this massive disclosure and he asked for that, like why wouldn't he just say, like, no, we don't? Yeah, but then if he says no, then we're we're done with this UFO craze. We're done with the idea of aliens. And you know, people go, oh, case closed. Then they can't distract us with it. Okay, so no distractions there. Okay, now, last theory I pulled, and this is just kind of getting more into the craziness stuff. Um, do we think there could possibly be some sort of, um, like, let's say these are alien beings. The government's pushing this stuff down our throats. a massive propaganda campaign. Do we think there could possibly be some sort of fake first contact I mean, if like we're going some on, moon landing type shit, maybe yeah, I was like, say. like if they filmed, uh, like you know how allegedly they filmed certain aspects, they recreated it to show the general public, help win the Cold War, that sort of bullshit. But maybe they'll do the same thing with this first contact because, again, going off our sci-fi film knowledge, what do we know happens when aliens come in? They attack. Greetings, and then, and, and, okay, okay, okay. And what happens? When that happens, we kick some alien ass because they're hostile. <laughs> they're getting hostile. No, because all of humanity unites to defeat yes. these aliens. What if they're just trying to hang out? Doesn't okay, matter. Rob, this is our hostile narrative. This is our <laughs> fake first contact. Okay, so maybe it's a fake, peaceful first contact. Just like Independence Day. They're walking off looking like Richard Nixon. Yeah, they're doing that. I'm sure they're doing double peace signs in <laughs> Air Force One. We are not a crook. Giant alien. <laughs> That's the fake first um, contact video. Yeah, what Perfect. do we... And he's what? He's shaking hands with Joe Biden and Joe Biden falls down the stairs. He gets oh, blown. He's probably not going to be around by this time. Hey, okay. Whoa. Yeah, come on, dude. Patriot over here. You That's like it. Joe Biden. I, I'm I'm not saying I like him, but he's the commander in chief. He's our president. Yeah, some man. respect. You just said he falls the down the stairs. I said me. <laughs> You're telling me to have respect. There's video of it, dude. I'm not saying anything negative. He's an old guy. Old guys trip sometimes. Yeah, they also die. That's what old people do. Oh, fucking patriot slander. All right, so we, we're we're not buying this fake first contact at all. We don't want to expand on that theory at all. I mean, it could be interesting. Wouldn't surprise me in the least. I think we should make the movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'd be brought. We'll see. They would fake first contact. That's you know how <laughs> allegedly they brought in like Kubrick to make the moon landing. Who would they br- like? Who's like a top director? They bring in fucking Chris Nolan 
to do the. Uh, <laughs> it's just nobody knows what's happening the whole time. The movie's like two hours longer than it needs to be. <laughs> they're spinning a top at the end and just leaves it vague as shit. And they're like, <laughs> what the fuck? Did the aliens come or not? I don't know. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan. They you just don't even know you. what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> they, oh, there's a massive twist at the <laughs> yeah. end. Like, we were the yeah, aliens exactly. all along. <laughs> That's what I was <laughs> they, say. they need to get M. Night to direct this movie. Um, yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe there will be. Maybe there won't. I mean, there might. I mean, I'm waiting. I can tell you personally, and this is, we'll round this one out because we've been at it for a while, guys, and we're kind of beating off the dead horse here, but we're still beating off that dead we're horse. We're still beating off this dead horse with the UFOs and it's stuff. Taking a while. But He's dead. personally, guys, I'm just waiting for the mothership to arrive. Hell yeah. I mean, I'm waiting to be pulled up in a tractor beam and just let in on all this stuff like Hal and, or like Dave in uh, 2001. He's going through the rings of Saturn. Why are you directing write? 2010, Stanley? <laughs> <laughs> are you going to write a uh, adult novel about your experience and make me read it on the podcast? Uh, no, but I will write one about your experience. My experience. <laughs> All right, there you have it, folks. A breakdown of this UAP report. Uh, let us know what you think. Read the report if you... I mean, if you're having trouble sleeping, guys, just read this report. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll link it in the description so you guys can take a look for yourselves. Uh, let us know if there's anything uh, you want us to cover, if there's anything you think we didn't cover on this one. Um, for, for this one, I want to cite dni.gov for the report itself. And like I said, I'll link that in the description. Uh, the debrief.org for a detailed a detailed analysis of the government's report on unidentified aerial phenomenon. TheVerge.com, UAP, UFO, Pentagon report aliens. And the search for lifeafterdeath.com. Uh, check those out for further readings into this stuff. And um, there you have it, guys. Stay safe out there. Watch the skies, everybody. Waiting for that mother ship, baby. And on that, as always, feel free to hit us in the DMs on IG, Podcast from Outer Space. If you want to shoot us an email, podcastfromouterspace at gmail.com or on the website, podcastfromouterspace.com. Uh, check out some merch that we got. And, you know, we're always happy to hear what you guys want to hear, what you guys think we should cover, as Ryan said. And with that, yeah, just wanted to shout out the uh, city of Boulder. Had a great time in Colorado recently. Shout out to our listeners in Omaha, Nebraska tuning in. As always, be sure to check out our f- homies on YouTube, Beale Racing. And of course, we have our friends on OnlyFans, Shelly Appleseed and Mr. Bauer 6. And on that note, so long and thanks for all the fish. You really ain't never gotta do with all the things you're